All right, welcome back to the MindWorks Podcast with Dre and Kev. Today, we have a special guest. My man is Jesus. You. Yes, sir. Yo, good luck for coming on the show. Welcome, my guy. Yo, first of all, let me just tell you guys, Jesus, yo, your lives are hilarious, bro. Your commentary is is crazy. It's mad funny, bro. Every time I fucking watch your lives, I'm dying laughing, bro. Yo, you guys got to check this man's lives out. It's crazy funny, bro. When you're, let's like... It's like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., you're winding down from work, and you just want a little laugh or whatever. This guy usually goes live. So <laughs> yeah. follow him. Uh, what, so just to elaborate <clears throat> on the type of work that you do, uh, what is it that, you know, what are your lives about typically? What type of events do you go to? And what is it exactly that, you know, is your, is, is your work based on? Pretty much uh, I started off filming a lot of um, activist work that was going on in the city. So there's a lot going wrong in our city, first off. Mm-hmm. So what we started doing was pretty much trying to, grasp the city and try to like in a sense be like an avenger in a sense you know what i mean like we is, don't really it, have no superheroes in our city our city's mm. falling apart is, is that yeah. why you always be rocking the superman yeah. shirts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm big on the uh, superhero i got the green lantern one yeah okay. yeah i always see with the superman stuff though that's not funny though so when did that start um i would say a little bit before the covid era hit strongly okay mm-hmm. so like it was it's starting to come together around that time. Like the city was already starting to get chaotic and nobody knew what was really going on. And then out of nowhere, they had hit, hit us with the mask mandates and um, you had to get syringed to get into certain facilities, whether it was like a gym, a movie theater, dining indoors. Like you could, you could get food, but they would make you go eat the food outside. Like we yeah. were some type of dogs. Yeah. Was yeah, crazy. yeah I remember that. Just didn't like the way it was being treated, <clears throat> huh? So, crazy. so just, Going off of the vaccine stuff, so your advocacy work started when, when COVID basically kind of started. Yeah. That's when you started getting into it. Is there like a an actual like reason, a deeper reason as to why you started getting into advocacy work? Well, originally I knew there was many things wrong with the world, but like I felt like we needed a, a time period for everybody else to catch up. Well, I needed that. Like So then basically what I started seeing was during the COVID era, people were being coerced into doing certain things that they weren't comfortable with. Their body autonomy was challenged. So when it came to that, that's what pretty much opened up the doors for humanity in a sense to want to take a change and look towards revolution for once instead of it making like some kind of comic book joke or some type of Bible verse that's about to happen 100 years from now. Like it, it made it more realistic to the point where like, yo, we really living in these times. Yeah, that shit is sense. crazy. No, yeah, that shit is crazy. Yeah, I had to fucking get the vaccine. I was forced to get it. I mean, you know, and and honestly, like now, like reflecting on it about like three years later, I kind of like really regret the fact that I got that shit because it's kind of like, you know, I I don't know what what's what is it doing to my body? You know, you look at all these things online saying that like that RNA shit can't really leave your body and stuff. So now it's kind of like it's almost as if like, uh, you know, it's like a curse almost kind of. But we don't know the long term effects yet. Or if you actually got the real one, because it's. There's a lot of rumors that, like, some people were given, like, you know, saline shots because you couldn't pretty much destroy the whole population with the same exact thing. Mm. It would have been too obvious. Everybody would have been vaccine injured, mm. and there would have been too many lawsuits. So they had to, like, you know, figure out who to give it to, when to give it to them, depending on what community you're from, how you presented yourself, how much money you look like you was worth. Damn, you know yeah, what? I think I, I think crazy. I got the saline shot because <laughs> I had no I feel, symptoms. I feel you, bro. I had no oh, symptoms. Right? When I got that shit, I had no symptoms. I, was <laughs> I, didn't, even know was, I didn't even know he was vaccinated. Yeah, like, yeah. He I was looks like, great. <laughs> <laughs> he looks crazy. He doesn't look like the other guys. Yeah, yeah I don't look like the other guys. I'm not, I'm not tweaking or nothing. Like, I'm over here pretty okay. So I don't know. I, I feel like I personally probably got a saline shot, but who knows? what the hell I put into my body. 
That's crazy. I mean, you know, when you think about it, though, we every day we kind of put things into our bodies that we don't really, you know, know what it is exactly that we're putting, even the stuff True. we're eating. True. Do you have any sort of, like, views on, like, food and nutrition and how that affects, like, your body and stuff like well, yeah. that? Yeah. That's actually pretty much before I got, you know, fired because of the COVID jibby jab. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, oh, I was, you got fired because of it? Yeah, they all, they had it closed down. But my boss was super cool with me. Like, since I wasn't complying with it and the, the, the business was closing down, he pretty mm-hmm. much let me work the remainder of the time, even though I wasn't. He made me work off the books, in a sense. Oh, nice. He fired me just so I can actually claim some some money. So he was really cool with it. He blessed me because he knew I was going to be, I was going to be extreme with this because it's my body and I wasn't trying to put something that we had no data on whether or not it was going to harm you or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by the time we figured out if it was going to harm us or not, like it would have been way too late for me. So, but I also, I, to piggyback off of what you were saying, like my stepfather and my father are also vaccinated. Mm-hmm. My mother as well. And my stepmother, mm-hmm. my father, and my step pops completely great. Mm-hmm. Look like nothing ever happened to them. Like they a hundred percent. But my mother passed away due to the shot. She was definitely beyond COVID injured. That shit shut down her immune system. Oh, and um, my stepmother, she's pretty much bedridden right now. She got like amnesia. My father's been with her for like 15, 16 years and she barely remembers his name. What? Wow. She got amnesia? Yeah, like old type of thing. It like sped up the process. She's not even like 65. Damn. I'm sorry to hear that your mom passed yeah. away from uh, the vaccine. Like, so how did that all unfold and, you know, what happened? So, if you don't mind me asking, I was no, I don't. Uh, pretty much, I was protesting and doing the, the activist work and filming, and we were shutting down the bridges. And I would come home late at night and tell my mom what I was doing, and she was pretty much on my side. Like she, she already knew the government was not never for the people. She already knew that. Um, but what happened was she happened to just go to a, like a regular checkup with my step pops and he just so happened to get it. So she went and got it with him on some like couple thing. Like, Oh, he got it. So I got it. Mm-hmm. And then like, right after that, I was, I was furious with him. I'm like, yo bro, why you think I'm shutting down bridges? Why you think I'm doing activist work in the first place? Like mm-hmm. the last person I would want vaccinated is my mother. You know what I mean? I was like, that was, that was nuts to me. Yeah. And then I literally just started rapidly seeing her deteriorate right in front of my eyes. Like, so she got it in 2020 Mm-hmm. By 2022, she looked like a 90-year-old woman. So in two years, she aged about 35 years. What? Teeth done fell out. Hair was falling out every day. Uh, hair was getting real gray, like as if her body was creating just mad peroxide on her scalp. Like she was getting little bald spots, alpecia. Man. She lost she lost a lot of weight. Her arm was like the her arm was the size of my forearm, her bicep. And she was normally like she had a little size to her. Mm. After that, it was so so the guarantee so the, for me. So the the vaccine was given like two years before she actually passed away. So it wasn't like a, a rapid reaction. It was a, a long term deterioration type of. Thing. Yeah, within two years, it was. Did the did the doctors like say anything about what that could have been or any sort of other diagnosis on that at all? Every time she would go to the doctor, she would come back and they'd be like, "Well, they did my, they did my blood work and everything is okay. All her like vitals were on point. Her vitamins were on point, mm-hmm. and um." Everything. Oh, they really didn't have no explanation for why she was deteriorating other than, you know, mm-hmm. that was the only external factor because she lived a very sedimentary life. So it's very easy to detail mm-hmm. somebody like her or like look at it like from like a scientific project experiment in a sense, because like she doesn't do nothing. She's always home. Mm-hmm. So this very she has a very set routine and always does the same thing, has been doing the same thing for years. Yeah. So like for her to just drastically age like three decades in two years i knew it had to be something serious like 
Yeah, I mean that, that's it's not I'm, dieting. <laughs> it's not dieting. It's not. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, if they couldn't find anything else, like no cancer or nothing like that. I mean, what else are you supposed to really associate with? I'm pretty sure the doctors didn't like say it was the vaccine, right? Like, no, of course no. not. They wrote they wrote down <laughs> natural causes, natural yeah. causes. That's natural what they causes. Wrote. Okay, it's natural. natural causes. After she gets the vaccine, she ages, and then that you know that's that's horrible. So that's is that one of the things that basically motivated you to become like uh, an advocate, a strong advocate towards the vaccine? That just gave me the rest of the fuel. Like, I already had it in me. Like, I've been trying to fix the world and been waiting for the rest of the humanity to catch up. But that was just, like, the extra, the fuel for it. It was just more of, like, the very thing that you fight against every single day just mm-hmm. don't killed your mother on a non-physical level. So, in order for you to get back at this, you got to literally round up humanity, get them to wake up, and mm-hmm. break the system from within, break the matrix. So, like, really, really motivated me on a spiritual level. I, I can see really that. So, so the, the organization work that you actually do is extremely interesting, by the way. Uh, you know, you have um, a, a group of individuals. You, you guys are, are call yourselves gar- Guardians of Divinity, correct? correct? And are you like the head person in Guardians of Divinity? Uh, we don't have a leader. I would kind of, uh-huh. I would kind of say I was like, I'm like a founder. A founder. Like we can't came up with the name mm-hmm. and put a couple of people together, and everybody is their own leader within the group, kind of like a Justice League, you know, Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who are you, Superman? <laughs> you like you're rocking the Superman shirt. That's why I say that. Deanna's Wonder Woman. Deanna's Wonder Woman. Yeah. De- De- it, it, her name's Deandra, right? Deandra. Uh-huh. Mm. Diana. 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 Okay, Diana, yeah. So Diana's Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and then it's interesting because the acronyms for Guardians of Divinity is God. Right. Oh, right? So, and, and, and then your nice. name is, is Jesus, right? Correct. And basically, you know, I'm rocking a shirt with Jesus on it. So oh, kind of nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ancient scroll when his face was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I seen your uh, story. You was Jesus for Halloween. Yeah, you know what I'm that shit like mad funny, bro. It like exactly like, you like nailed it. it. Yeah, you nailed that shit. You nailed it. But uh, but yeah, no, that's mad funny though. So all right, so your advocacy work started off of many different things, right? So yeah. just like you know, because the advocacy work is correlated with the politics right so when it comes to the politics like were you uh on a certain uh you know spectrum of political uh, ideas or you know because i guess like it's more so the conservatives that get more feisty with the vaccines and stuff like that it's crazy because like to be honest with you when i first started all of this and i even put the group together mm. uh, with a name and all that we was holding the very beginning meetings of everybody coming together mm. it was it was never even to be political. It was just literally a group of people that wanted to fix, mm-hmm. I guess, the boroughs. Mm-hmm. And we the, the last thing in our mind was the politics. So we just pretty much was like, all right, this is an issue, this is an issue, this is an issue. So yeah. let's figure out another way of tackling other than voting, other than mm-hmm. doing it with the pen. Because other groups oppo- uh, supposedly have that on lock. You know what I mean? Shout out to New York du Jour. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of groups that have a lot of things that's going on like that. Mm-hmm. So we figured out and that we need to be, you know, I mean, what we're good at. We're boots on the ground, so we're good at being, like, civil disobedience. We are, we're a group that we don't care about what our reputation looks like to others. We have a set goal in mind when we go out to protest, and that's the goal that we're going to meet regardless of what we're called. We've been called many things that don't even come nowhere close to what we actually are. Just a group of people that are trying to fix the place, this, this world, this planet, our states. And protect the kids at all costs, but you know somehow that's xenophobe and homophobe. But yeah, it's it's well, fucking it's, it, <laughs> it's fucking crazy, bro. Because uh, you know, like when it when it comes to, I guess, like what the movements you're doing is it, like automatically becomes political. Like, like yeah, it you, does. You, it you, does. you kind of because you're, you're about mm-hmm. like changing society and trying to like make a difference in the world to some degree. So it does become very political. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just like 
Uh, what is your like your what would you say like your political orientation is or where do you stand in, in, the, in the realm of politics? So I would say based off there, there are people in the group that are political. There's people yeah. in our group that are gay. There are people in our group that are Christians. There are people in our group that, you know, are very church oriented. But for me, I'm more of like straight down the middle, just like spirituality, a good versus evil battle without no human contour or rules or regulations on what I'm doing. So it's like once you get into the lane of those type of things, it limits you to what you could do good because some other group automatically looks at you as bad. And the whole point of it is uniting the world. You can't unite the world if you're like pro-Christian or pro-straight or pro-gay mm-hmm. or pro-drag or mm-hmm. you can't unite the world. Like if you're pro-Islam or pro-Palestine, you, if you're one or the other, you can never unite the world. You're automatically going to meet the, oppos- the opposition. You want to figure out a way, well, I'm trying to figure out a way of how to unite everybody, which is really hard because we're yeah. all super segregated. It's all Very little diverse. subgroups. We su- and we kind of like made ourselves even more diverse. We kind of put ourselves in those groups. Yeah. Like they, the government just presented those groups and we were just kind of like, well, you know, I guess I fit into this one. I guess I fit into that one. And it's like, bro, you fit into humanity. You're all brothers and sisters. You guys mm-hmm. are equals. None of you guys are superior to one another. Yeah. But somehow we've lost all of that morale and Religion doesn't really teach you. It, it teaches you good faith, but it, mm-hmm. it, it still teaches you to hate one of your brothers because he's Islamic or he's Jewish. Jewish. You know what I mean? Uh, well, we're and, gonna talk about that and vice a little versa. bit, but... and vice versa, and vice versa. So I, I like I like what you say, and a lot of times when I watch your lives, a lot of things that you actually talk about is you know being like more of a free thinker. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I think when you say that you're like really down the middle, you're kind of like in that gray area yeah. of, of thought, right? Yeah. You're not like black and white. You're just more like gray area. Right. So in the field of psychology, they actually call that like post-formal thinking, where it's like you you kind of uh, see situations from multiple perspectives. And then based on your own self and your own biases and your own experiences and things like that, you make what is known like as a, as a, as a relativistic commitment to a Correct. certain value, yeah. right? So like, I mean... A lot of people, I think, are nowadays are really uh, consumed by what they call like a confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because when you're on social media, you're kind of looking at a lot of different uh, information that you like. The algorithms throw you only what you like. Yep. And it even confirms your bias even further. So an individual like you, I admire because it's kind of like you're kind of very free thinking like you probably look at the algorithm you probably i don't know how your feed is but it's probably a lot of like banned shit and shit like that <laughs> you're you should, you're like banned on instagram and shit shadow banned or whatever are you sure is. you want to follow king yeah. jesus he's post post false information like how <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but like it's interesting because it's interesting if you're saying that you're like a free thinker to the point of gray area because you go further beyond like uh what instagram kind of wants you to be on a certain side right or whatever, there's no limits it doesn't to you're it. going against the algorithm right so in some ways it, it, it's kind of like i was always thinking about this right i thought about you know because i was teaching about biases and shit like that recently and you know we're talking about the algorithms and things like that and i was thinking like why not make a social media platform where the algorithm actually goes against what people like mm. and it challenges them to actually think mm. differently by seeing content and unconfirms their biases and I'll call that app the challenger <laughs> because, yeah, because that, that. that shit would be, that, that yeah. would be funny. It's like, yeah. you want to challenge yourself or not? You, yeah, you know, like, yeah, so yeah. for example, if you're liking all this, like, you know, because the biggest thing right now on choosing sides, is the whole Israel Palestine yeah. thing right now today. Right. Sure. So like, if you are liking, you know, Jewish related content, the algorithm is going to sh- throw you the opposite yep. and that's going to challenge your thinking. And it's going to challenge you to like open up your perspective and go into the area that you're kind of like in. 
But that's like something that I was thinking about that would be pretty cool and shit. Right, because you're right, because it does it challenges you because it literally is making your emotions. It's literally making you. It's forcing you mm-hmm. to control your emotions because, like, literally, you're gonna be irked when you see the opposition or the opposite side or something that's not agreeing with you. But as an adult, that's what you're supposed to deal with. You're supposed to be able to hear something that you don't like mm-hmm. and try to figure out how you guys can get to a middle ground. Like, you don't have to see eye to eye on nothing. Mm-hmm. But as long as you can get to a middle ground. But what happens nowadays is the left don't even try to talk. They just blah, 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 banging some noise, mm-hmm. d- dressed freaky as hell, doing some Boy weird ass. stuff. <laughs> and, then, and, then the, and then the right is just mad, like, aggressive. It's just like, all right, you keep banging that, I'll punch you in your head. Like, we don't got time for that. You put in our country in danger. So it's like, there's no middle ground. It's like, you got, like, somebody that is set in stone of, like, principalities. Yeah. And, like, their moral code is on point. And then you got a group of people that are just completely just free spirits that are just doing everything, whether it's good or bad, on the free spectrum. Like, you mm-hmm. can do some bad stuff and be, and it's free. Like, if you want to kill somebody, kill somebody. It's freedom, right? And that's pretty much how some of the left people think. Like, they think just because it's free that they deserve to have it. There's certain mm-hmm. things you're not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. And if you do do them, you get, for every cause, there's an effect. Well, I, yeah, no, I, I hear like you. And I, and I think, like, when it comes to, you know, the left having all that sort of freedom and, and you know, things to do, it, it kind of, like, diminishes their own values within themselves. And I think having values for your own sake is, is important for your mental health. I think I when you when you you know, have no values, which is kind of like what the left kind of promotes a little bit is be free and progressive and try new things and do new things. But it doesn't say hold certain values while you're doing those new things. Right. So it can, it can deteriorate people's mental health when you think that way, when you, when you lack value. I think that's a very important thing. Correct. I agree with you. Yeah. And like, I feel like that's how they got into even starting the drag queen story hours. Oh, talking about sense. that. Jesus. Right. Did, did you, did you, how they got did, into did, it. did you want to put up your live or some shit? Like, process or what do you mean you want to like record your live because you kind of posted it did you want to do that oh no i mean i didn't want to reveal too much okay okay no it's all good it's all good i just wanted to see if that's what you you wanted to do (laughs) but all right so So, it's a little bit more about the drag story hours and how you got involved with all that that's what kept us involved oh that's what kept you involved after we finished like the mask mandate and the covid the covid era i feel like that was like the gathering like it Mm. gathered people so you guys started and it it united everyone like yeah it showed showed everybody (laughs) they just won <laughs> that, was the nah. fir- that was the first journey. Now we're part two and three. <laughs> that, that, three now. Three? Now, now. Now we're on the illegal migrant crisis. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yo. All right, let, let's rewind back a little bit. Let's go through the timeline. Yeah, right? So you got COVID, time. and then the next Jeez. thing is the drag story hour. Now, yeah. we met you at the drag story hour. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw you I saw you saying a whole bunch of shit, and I was just like, yo, this dude, I got to like ask this dude some questions. And like you were saying some crazy, funny <laughs> shit, fired though. Up. You was fired up. You're like, y'all diabolical. Y'all inhumane. Yeah. How are you going to like do this to kids? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you said so much funny shit. And that's when I was like, yo, this dude is hilarious. Um, um, and then, and then, yeah. So with the drag story hour, where, how did that start? When you started the protest, I actually caught on to it because you know when we started our podcast, actually, we started it back a year ago, actually, okay. almost like I think like a couple weeks ago it was a year ago today, mm-hmm. and um, I started talking about the idea of transgenderism and non-binary and gender ideology and shit like that. So we really got down, and when we, when I started doing that, I realized people were kind of like you know uh, unfollowing me and telling me like, oh, you're like transphobic, you're homophobic. I'm like, no, I'm I'm just. That first of all, gender ideology has nothing to do with sexuality. Correct. Number one. Like, Correct. you know, gender ideology is a whole ideology. It has nothing to do with sexuality. Yep. And so people were like thinking I was homophobic by saying these things, but 
I realized people were just really uneducated on the topic of gender ideology yes. and how it affects people and their men- mental health. I know gender ideology is bad to push onto kids, but me personally, honestly, I feel like it's just as bad on the adults as well. That's my personal opinion. You know what I mean? Like, I know you think differently. I think I've asked you before, like, what do you feel about adults and gender ideology? And you said, well, if you're an adult, do whatever the hell you want. I mean, for my specific forte, like, obviously, I, I lean towards, like, the... You know, I lean towards a straight male side, like with, with females, but mm-hmm. to each his own in a sense. Like, as, as, if, as long as you're over the age of 18 and you can consent to whatever behaviors you're doing, go about your business. But, like, when you start pushing that onto, like, little kids, that's, that's when my it, concern about That's it. when it really got cringy because it's like. It's the adults that are in gender ideology that push it on them, though. Yes. That's the thing. And, you know, like, it's, it's kind of like you, you're, you're this identity. You're going to be promoting that all around you. You're going to go around your life doing that. And yes. I, I feel like that's kind of like uh, that's where I kind of draw the line, you know. And, I mean, if you like you said, if you want to do that on your own time, go ahead. But once you start pushing it all around you, that's, that's, where, that's how it grows. That's how it becomes a social contagion. Correct. So it's, it's like you know, it's like a wildfire. Yeah. So like I think sometimes I understand if an adult feels like a they them or whatever the case is, whatever to to yourself. But you know, like do you you're gonna eventually spread that everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, agree. it's, it's kind of like somebody who's who's like, diagnosed with COVID and goes around and sneezing on people. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the same, same shit. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, are you gonna like keep passing this stuff around? But I know it's like kind of hard to say because then it's kind of like once again you're you're going on the side, right? But hey, when I talked about that post formal thinking stuff, that's my relativistic commitment on it. And the only reason why I say that is because I'm a mental health counselor and I work with people that identify as that, right? And I yeah. could see the struggles. I could see the struggles and I see the 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 problems it can cause an adult. You know, it's like social relationships. You know, one of the biggest things in psychology, in abnormal, abnormal psychology, and mental oh, health, definitely abnormal psychology. Yeah, is 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 so is a social aspect. Like one of the yeah. every for every diagnosis, mm. how is it affecting this individual socially, uh, work wise, or education? And um, what was the other one? Social education, and there's another one I can't think of the top of my head. But just the oh, daily quality of living. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it's like, it, how is it affecting all these things like your social life, things like that? So, you know, when, when you when you identify as that, you know, it, it, it does something to your social. Yes. Life, you know, and it, it affects you. And then people are going to look at you differently. Uh, you know, like I, I've, I've heard struggles with multiple people who identify as they them of p- give, g- applying for a job and putting their pronouns on their resume and shit like that. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's affecting you. You know, yes. it's affecting you. So are you going to confirm your bias are you gonna you know are you gonna have that confirmation bias or are you gonna be more open to the fact that look like i have to realize this is doing this to me do i really want to live this way and if you want to live that way like you said go ahead right it's all on you you're an adult make your own decisions but just know there's consequences to some of the things that you take on within yourself correct it's like if i did crack i know what i'm doing to myself right yep. And I'm harming myself. And you would defend it the same exact way. And I would defend it the same. No, no, it's okay. Like, you know. I want to do this on this type of day. Yeah, I want to do this on this type of day. My birthday. You know what I mean? So it's like the same (laughs) shit. But it's interesting, you know. They find a way to justify it. And it definitely affects their their social, their daily daily routine. Because, like, imagine if you're a male and you don't actually look the part and you're identifying as a woman. So, like, every time you want to use the restroom, it's a very uncomfortable feeling for you. They don't have a specific bathroom for you yet. Yeah. So when you use the restroom and you go to the guy's room, the guys are looking at you like, why is there a woman in here? If you go to the woman's room, the women are like, why is there a man in here? So like, so it kind of messes you up. It does affect their social skills and their social cues, and it does affect them in, uh, on their daily behavior. That's why they post all these videos about all this stuff. And like, they're like trying to force their way into a reality of something. Like you said, I have normal psychology. They're trying to turn abnormal psychology into normal psychology. Somehow, some yeah. way... 
they've really done it. Like you had a, you have right now adults talking to kids about sex. You got a black market for people to drink baby blood with adrenaline with adrenaline in it. You got human meat project where you can just buy human body parts and be a cannibal. You got drag queen story hour that teaches kids sexual indoctrination. You got illegal migrants over 125,000 in New York City right now. So there's multiple agendas that are being placed upon humanity. And it makes me over. It makes me think sometimes, like when Klaus Schwab said, like their agenda with the WEF was to like remove half the population. They're doing a hell of a good job, and they're doing it in different angles because you can't just remove half the population in one sp- one set way. You can't just drop a bomb. It's wait, too wait, obvious. Wait, wait, you said WWF? WEF? WEF? What yeah, is that? Uh, world Economic Forum. Oh, the World uh, Economic Forum. Okay, okay. So they just okay. heard about the forum. So yeah. their goal is to remove half of our population. By mm. a certain year, I think 2030 or whatever the mm. case may be. But they're doing it in a way where we're not realizing it. Like you got the, the things that are going on in Maui, the thing that the, the, mm. the wildfires in Canada, you mm. got the, the jibby jab shots. You know what I mean? You the got, jibby jab shots? Yeah. You know, <laughs> That's what you call it. The they, jibby, they, they, the jibby they, jab. They, they censoring me when I go on my live and I say the actual word and just oh. throw me off the live. I'll be like, damn. Oh, yeah, really? Good looks. Good looks for not getting this yeah, uh, podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, the jibby jab though, and then you you know you be having the funniest commentary, bro. Like your, your shits are mad funny. <laughs> Mayor Meltdown. Mayor Meltdown. <laughs> Yo, one day this dude went on the live, and I think it was like at one of the migrant shits, and you were talking mad shit about Mayor Adams, yeah. and you're like Mayor Meltdown, <laughs> fucking Mayor Meltdown. <laughs> I was like, Yo, Mayor Meltdown. <laughs> you pull one of them out and just put it side by side by the back of his head. Cause Mayor Meltdown, his, his fucking, his like dome be looking like a like a Meltdown. Oh, <laughs> his dome be looking gosh, like a like one of these shits. <laughs> Y'all wild. Nah, I get it. I got that shit the whole time. Yo, nah, I was dying. Oh, Montel yo. Williams on a bad day. Yo, that's <laughs> man, funny, yo. Montel Williams on a bad day. <laughs> Yo, this shit is not funny, bro. So that's that's the third phase. The third phase <laughs> the is third. the immigration. The immigration yeah. shit. But, but how is that so, gonna tie into like uh, population control ooh. and like the agenda? Oh, that shit is scary, bro. The the migrant shit is like, yo, bro. Every time you know that they they open up a whole tent city down the block from where I live, right? And every time I pass by there, it's all males. There's no fucking so women. There's no military kids. Military aged males. Military aged males. And they're walking up and down my block with like bags and shit and the purple uh, chain thing. What's that shit called again? The thing that holds uh, like a ID card? About, uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Yeah, it's not, I have one on. Yeah, you have one on too. Like one of them shits. A purple one. And it. it I think you said it. What is it? Lavalier or something like yes, that? Yes. Some, I don't know. Something, something like that. Like that. Well, whatever. You know, and they're walking up and down. And, you know, like I'm, I'm concerned because these people look like. Like, what the fuck? Like, like, you're not Mexican. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you're, you're, not, you're not, like, from the border. Like, you look like you're from Africa or from some sort of uh, other country and yeah. shit. And I'm just like, where? why? How did they, how, did they fly here? Did they, like, how did, what's going on? Right. And it's, like, you know how they be, like, one in every ten? Mm-hmm. We're talking about, like, one in every hundred like one in every hundred seems to get like violent with us and we have over a hundred thousand so like that's the beginning of a secret war so like it could be mm-hmm. me just overthinking an issue but <laughs> i definitely don't think it's that because the government always got something up their sleeves mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean so like to allow this many men into a country there's definitely a, a, a secret reason you know, one that's not on the mainstream press and one that's not on like the 
Well, it's definitely on like the little amateur press, but nobody they look at him. They're all conspiracy theorists. Right. It's like that's bull. Like the the that's amateur press is the way the truth is. That's that's a that's an objective observation. <laughs> like right? you got like a hundred, like mostly men, male aged yeah. military, male aged males coming into the country and going into these tent cities within no our females. neighborhoods in New York City and everywhere. Like. It's crazy. Like, what is what, what's going on? So you uh, you've been protesting a lot outside. And I, I you know once again I watch your lives almost religiously. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, King. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Like every I time I see, ship, get on every time I see your shit pop up, I'm like, oh Jesus, oh, I got people. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm serious, bro. Because this like I always laugh at this shit. This yeah. guy's live is hilarious. The commentary is hilarious. Nice. Uh, and then fucking um, I I saw you at these migrant you know uh, shelters and you're like protesting against them and. You guys actually ended up shutting one down, supposedly. Yeah, like, and um, what was that? Not, not Midland. Uh, the other, the other spot. Um, Staten Island. Right? Yeah, twenty five landed Staten Island. And, and you know what's crazy? I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Once that, once that spot closed down, I saw way more of them on my spot. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of helped, but you kind of didn't. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, so that place shut down. They didn't, they didn't bring them in. They shut them down, yeah, completely. There were like, um, there was a lot of like mold, asbestos. So we found no. many different ways of like we're the protesting, them. throwing gotcha. the lights on them, the noise. So they like didn't even want to be there as it is. Mm. Um, pretty much civil disobedience, being making them uncomfortable without being violent, no putting hands on them, not beating yeah. nobody up. You, know you guys are like mean? flashing the lights in the window. Yeah, making lights. sure we keep you up all just night. Harassing the, the, just harassing yeah. them a little bit. Just harassing them a little bit. Without harassing them in the physical, like they're inside yeah. the building and we're outside. Just protesting. And yeah. like, you know, it's like 10 o'clock. So if you keep hearing Sirens. all this banging yeah. and music and the flashlights, we're bound to keep you up. And if we're keeping you up, that means you bound to miss work. <laughs> if you have work, you know what I mean? You bound to miss money moves. Like mm. you're going to be agitated when you wake up in the morning. But that's the whole entire point is to make you feel mm. how we feel. Because mm. that's how we feel. We don't want you y'all here like the we the people that not give you an agreement to walk through the border just because joe biden dropped the border on some weird sector 52 or title 52 or 42 whatever the case may be does have nothing to do with us all imaginations everything the government does is all imagination like your currency systems and imagination most of the things that the government done presented you was all imagination you guys just done stuck to it like glue we got to break out of that so we can get back to humanity right now we in a weird fake state of Emergency because we're not working together. Yeah, because everyone's working, I guess. You know, even me, like when I, when you be going to post about these protests, I'm like, damn it, bro, why are you doing it on a Thursday afternoon? I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking working. <laughs> yeah, that's so perfect. And, and, you know, like it's funny though, but you know, going to these protests a lot of times, and like, I don't know, like one of the times I saw you actually, you were uh, at, this, at the Gays Against Groomers event. And, you know, talking about politics and choosing sides and shit like that, you're always seem to be in a scruffle with Antifa. Yeah. So what's going on with that? And, like, you know what I mean? I, I see you on the lives, like, yelling at them and that, calling that lady, I don't know, the, the head of the Antifa group. I don't Talia know. Jane. Talia Jane. <laughs> My man knows George, George Soros don't like us, so he's always out here funding these little penguins and shit. So she's the head of the, organ, like, of the I guess, the Antifa chapter in New York. So she's just the brains behind the operation. She's obviously not the muscle. She's obviously mm. not the height, the strength, the bark, nothing. <laughs> she's not. She's just real intelligent and real intellectual. And then mm. she just uses her stereotype. She's like this little short, chubby, white chick. You know what I mean? That look, yeah, a little older in the face. So she get away with all of that stereotype, especially when you got somebody like me with a do rag on, with a crown, with tattoos, and this brown skin. And you just 
hearing me speaking to her and I'm fiery and passionate about what I'm talking about, she'd be like, okay, okay. She starts to be real calm with it. It's like, okay, but you're the one that actually got mad people harmed. People yeah. were attacked because of you. People were stabbed because of you. Yeah. People were shot at. People were sprayed with mace. People were, were fucking throwing rocks at, part of my language. People were um, hit with pee balloons. People were hit yeah. with, you know, like, so, like, she plays the part of, like, this little victim because she's like a... A little chubby lady. I think I think she even she, wrote she wrote even something about me once, I think. Really? She, yeah, yeah, she definitely doxes everybody. She yeah. throws everybody's she, real government. Yeah, she threw she there. like said my whole name and everything and wrote about me with uh when the Gays Against Groomers event happened and shit in New York. She like wrote that spoke at it and whatnot and I don't know. She just was like, Leave me alone, bro. Like I don't even know you. Like I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't even say anything about you. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. But, uh, you know, whatever the case is. But it's funny. She'll probably see this and probably write about it, too. Though. Oh, she definitely will. She definitely yeah, will. Yeah, she, she knows watch. you. She definitely will. I don't know her. Maybe I'll meet her someday. <laughs> she, de- she definitely will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to be like, damn, I waited all the time just to meet this thing. Right. <laughs> a little oompa loompa, a little, a little gusher. Oompa gusher. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought some gushers, too, of it. <laughs> Yeah, you be doing the funniest fucking talking about it too. You know, <laughs> the Gays Against Groomer event was actually really funny, bro. Because I walked in, I see you scuffling with a few people, and, and like I see something going on. I, I step in, I was like, "Yo, you guys good?" You said you was good, so I walked in. Right, and then and then five minutes later, I hear you got you fucking got arrested. You didn't even make it to the event. I didn't make it to the event. You didn't make it to the event. Yeah. I, I was like, to the event. and it's crazy. Got literally told me I was good. I literally told him I was good. He's like, yo, you okay? You good? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so I get to the front of the Gays Against Groomers event, and I'm getting heckled by Antifa, and I got, like, this little lady with glasses that's pretending like she's blonde. She got a little blonde stick, but she's not blind at all. She grabs her. She has like, a piece of paper with a QR code, and she smashes my phone with the QR code. My phone, uh, it's on a gimbal, so, like, it bent my gimbal a little bit. I'm trying to, like, f- fix the angle on it. <clears throat> and then out of nowhere, like, the guy that comes with the drumsticks... He goes, uh, he goes and pushes me. He's like, oh, leave her alone. Because I, I snatched her pay, uh, snatched, I snatched a piece of paper out of her hand. Yeah. I'm like, yo, stop hitting my phone with a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So then out of nowhere, the guy with the drumstick, he pushes me. So then I go to turn around and go push him. And then these other two people start fighting. And everything gets into like a whole heckle. And everybody else is fighting but me. I haven't even got to touch nobody yet. I didn't get to slap nobody, punch nobody, <laughs> nothing. You didn't get your licks in. It's even on the video. Like, you didn't. No, no I was feeling I was like, yeah, right, right after I give him back his, his body his body cam, I'm going to do something. I give, I give the officer back his body camera. Like, d- during the whole scuffle of everybody else fighting but me, the, the cop's body camera falls on the floor. I pick it up for the officer. I give it back. And then the white shirt just arrest me. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, how you arresting me? I just got my phone smashed into. I just yeah. been pushed. Yeah. I just got something thrown at me. But I'm going to jail for what for what did I do? Like I'm just I'm here to show support to a group that, you know what I mean, is trying to stop the sexualization of kids. Yeah. Officer wasn't trying to hear it. That shit was yeah. fucking crazy. What did they charge you with? Uh it was assault. They tried to charge me with assault. On a, on the officer? No, I saw on the on the Antifa member. So, oh, so while I was being you. arrested, there was no reason for me to be arrested. Yeah. While I was being arrested, some random Antifa member was like, "Oh, he threw something at me." Yo, mind you, this person wasn't even nowhere there. I can't right. even say he or she because I don't even know what they are. They all got masks. They're some yeah. of them. Some some of the she's are bald headed. You know what I mean? They got beards, and some of the he's got like eyeliner and lip liner on. So I can't really. I don't know who's a he and she when it comes to Antifa. Honestly, they yeah, just they're, group yeah. look crazy. 
Nah, they're, they're, they're crazy, bro. Like, I remember when I was walking in there, like, uh, you know, some dude was like, this dude's a therapist and shit. Like, oh, they, yeah. they knew who I was. I was yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? Like, how you know who I is? They got you locked in, boy. <laughs> they got me locked in, bro. But nah, even before the event, those people fucking called me, like, threatening me and shit not to yeah. go and shit like that. So they're they're fucking, they're like on their, on their you know, they're yeah, they're on the, rowdy. They're, they're on the, on the technicality, so they it's don't almost, got, they like, don't got the grit. They don't got the ah. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? They're not lions. They're like little. I don't even know what to call them. Like like little hyenas in a sense. Like according to the, mo- the, the movie Lion King, like they're little hyenas. They're giggling, laughing, and they're just banging shit and making noise. And it's like you're not strong at all. Like you're just a group of annoying idiots that come out here and have color coordination. And other than that, you have no style. You try to make sure kids get sexualized all the goddamn time. And it's like why? What's wrong with you? And then call everybody who tries to stop kids from. Being sexualized homophobes when that is far from reality. How can we be homophobic if we out here protesting with a group called Gays Against Groomers? How can we be homophobic if we got transgenders and gays in our group? It's just one of those like dismissal terms. And I'm tired of groups or opposing groups that have like these little things where, oh, you're crazy. Mm. Or you're this or you're that or you're homophobe. You're xenophobe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, stop with the dismissive terms and have an adult conversation. We don't got to see eye to eye. But stop trying to throw that one word out there that just like dismisses everything I'm saying. Everything I'm saying will be heard. You're not going to dismiss it. Yo, I'm still stuck on the fact that you said they look like hyenas from Lion King. Yo, this dude (laughs) fucking shit like this dude. Yeah, but nah, they're, yeah, they're they're like they're kind of like crazy, bro. And the interesting thing is that, like, you know, you have to sort of they they're out there calling us fascists, right? Yeah, yeah. But then they're the ones being violent towards like you and shit. Yeah. And that's what a fascist is: is somebody that tries to promote their ideology or their belief onto yeah. someone by force or by violence. Yes. And they're they're the ones calling us the fascists, but we're not being violent. They're completely skipping over that whole definition that fascism is like the violence we're just going we're just a group of people meeting up talking about an ideology that most of us just don't believe in and that's it like we're not trying to like force anybody with violence to like believe it or not we're just here saying that's wrong like you couldn't you're not supposed to sexualize kids like what like that's that's a given and it's crazy that these people every time you go to these protests and you know it because you're always at the protest these people are covered up like Always. with the balloons, I mean not the balloons, the umbrellas, the scarves, the hats, masks. So what, what happened? What happened to the last drag story hour? By the way, how did that go? Um, it was pretty much like a lot smaller than their normal usual selves. Like mm. their their group is falling apart, <laughs> and uh, the events are starting to happen less and less. And when they do happen, like even if they get like one or two kids in there, they're so excited. These events are for thirty kids, oh so they. At this point, you could just actually tell how, like, demonic this group is. Like, they literally still get excited when they see one or two kids, and they're like, yes, this one or two kids will learn about sex. And it's like, God (laughs) damn. Like, what happened to the other 28 seats that are vacant? Like, y'all not, you're not, like, they're going to sit here and be, like, the victors and celebrate. Like, we're victorious. We come out there and shut them events down. We killed, we killed it. This shit is so rough outside. If you were a real parent and you have real knowledge, you would not bring your child to one of those events. First off, off the rip. And if you were like a little bit on the borderline and you went there and you seen the scene with like two opposing sides ready for war with each other and cops and barricades and white shirts and SRGs and you still bring your kid. Like what's wrong with you? Are you trying to live vicariously through your kid? That's crazy. That's that's diabolical. What's going on? It's diabolical. It's like, I couldn't do it because my era back in the day, it was one of those things. If you did that, you, you die, you get stoned. So, you know, I'm going to have to live through my kid. Come on, Mo. 
Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out for real. So that that's like the whole drag story hour thing. It's 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 in a it's, nutshell. Yeah, it's like kind of like ridiculous. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like I tell people about it, and people just are always, "What's the point? Like, what yeah, what yeah, are you, yeah. what are you getting out of that? What are kids getting out of that? I'd rather <laughs> take my kids to soccer practice or right. a piano class or some other like book reading with like normal people and shit. What they are getting out of that on a realistic term that which really really is nothing is they're literally getting to see a man's butt cheeks at a real young age and i never got to see man butt cheeks in a library at that young of an age so like congratulations to today's modern kids you get to see man butt if you want to or if you don't want to somehow we all got to see man butt because man believes it's woman nowadays and men are not women i don't understand that like we have you can play your part you could be a feminine woman but you can't expect the grown-ass men who are really alpha to actually treat a man like a queen. Like, you're a male. Like, you cannot give birth yet. Yeah, You cannot crazy. be a queen. Like, you're not my mother. You're not even a mother figure. You're just, in your reality, you're a woman. And I, I have respect for you, so I'm going to treat you with respect because that's your beliefs. Yeah. But once you start pushing that on kids, I'm mm. not going to respect you no more. Like, that's, that's wild, weird, and cringy. Like, why you don't talk to kids about sex at all. Nah, it is, it's a serious thing, man. It's, it's, a, it's a serious issue. And I remember when we, uh, when, on our first interview, I think I interviewed you once, and you were like, <laughs> we were talking, and you were like, they, they got the, the areola. <laughs> the tassels. The tassels. The areola. I'm like, yo, this dude is. You just keep making me laugh, man. You're like a comedian, bro, on this whole shit. You gotta like open up a, like, a, a, like, I don't know, you gotta be a comedian or something. What some it is shit. is when I watch most other people that do the same thing as I'm doing, the same work or press work, and they're recording these, these issues in the city. When I watch their lives, I realize that these issues are, they're very dark. They're really. I don't know if you like yeah. if you if you're not a church believer or a spiritual person, mm. demonic is not the right word, but it's real dark and it's monstrous yeah. in a sense. So when you really see it from what it really is, you can like try to fight back, but most people just tend to not want to get together to actually stop what's really going on in yeah. place. Because like, that migrants crisis shit too. That's that too. Really that shit is huge. Yeah, I mean, we kind of already touched on that one. Yeah. So, what do you, what do you think is the next move? What's the next event? Ooh. What's the next? Where is uh? uh I believe it's Creed, Creed Moore. We're doing Creed Moore on the on Monday. Yo, you be November fifth. I see you be uh, uh, you be like with um Curtis uh Silva a lot, huh? Like I be seeing him on your lives a lot. Yeah, he does a lot of rebel work, so that <laughs> it's like a rebel. it works good for us. Yeah, yeah. So, so you be like, um, do you be in contact with him? Does he like know who you are and shit? Like, yeah, the, of course, of course. Every time with the events and stuff, yeah. and then uh, what's his name, Bernard Bernard Chow. Yeah, BC. BC. Yeah. So, like, you know, that's going into the elections, right? And yeah, yeah, I, I know. So, typically, I know this is probably this stuff, this content is probably going to be put out after the elections. So, I mean, now we're talking about it pre elections. Uh, you know, the elections, I think, are November 7th, right? To go vote and shit like that. I think it's November 7th. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. For so, um, with, you know, I, I think Bernard Chow, you know, in my neighborhood, there's a lot of his, uh, you know, endorsements and stuff like that. And, and, he, you know, I just had like a newspaper in my in my apartment of his whole, you know, the Queen's Courier or something like that. He's a good dude. Really yeah, yeah, well. he's a, he's seemed like a good dude, and like he's going against um, Lee, I think her name is or whatever the case is. Uh, yeah, I think uh, she's a Democrat. Lee Chan, Chan Lee or something. I, I forget Catherine her name. Lee. I forgot her name. Yeah, 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 something like that. And basically, Lee Wong or something. yeah. And you know, we talked a little bit about politics <laughs> before, but you know, with the politics, it's it's interesting because. Like I said, you know, I know you said before that you're more in the middle type of thing. 
Yeah. But it does seem like the people around you seem yes. more like conservatives, right? <laughs> right, right. I'm mad Jay really pushing this. Yeah, I mean, it's like, so it, it's not he's even, right, you know, and it's interesting because for you, it's not even about the politics. It's just your ideologies yeah. tend to fall in that realm. It, does. Yeah, it, it is a little, yeah. a little yeah. more on the right side. Yeah, right, right, right. You right, have right, things right. to say about the left side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, fuck it, right? You're right, you're on point, you're on point. I mean, it's like, you can't really, like, deny that, right? I mean, like, it's kind of like, that's, that's where the, it's interesting because it's not like a political thing. It's just where your idea, ideologies fall into. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah. Right? It's, it's kind of like you don't really realize it if that's genuinely who you are until something gives it a name, in a mm-hmm. sense. Like, if you, mm-hmm. let's say, let's go all the way back. Let's say you were a Cro-Magnon. You wouldn't know you was a Cro-Magnon until after Cro-Magnon stopped existing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, then it becomes something gives you a name and then you just have to go off of, exactly. like, the background science. Yeah. So it's like knowledge and then knowledgeable recall. That's pretty much what it really is. Because the, the reason for that, I'm talking about that, is because, like, I, I used to, like, you know, I used to be more on the dem- Democratic side. But then my even my Democratic Same. ideologies have fallen into the right side now. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How am I a conservative? I, it changes. Like, the spectrum mm-hmm. flows back, like, left and right, kind of back and forth. And, you know, now I'm, like, more of a, of a conservative, I got to say, because that's mm-hmm. where most of my ideologies fall into. Like... Science used to be a thing of the democratic side. Now it's more on the conservative side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's 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 like changing. Democrats it's is like imagination based. Yeah, Democrats are like more like it's like <laughs> imagination <laughs> based. <laughs> Very subjective. You know right. what I mean. They believe in that whole postmodernism. It's like, like you that. will call me a female. And it's like all right, slow it down, buddy. Slow it down. If I give you these, yeah, it's just like, still a biological male. It's like, like slow it's, it down. It's, still get these hands. Right. <laughs> okay, what you identify. That's not what you really are. You still got testosterone, so let me give you these testosterone hands. <laughs> yeah, that shit, that shit is crazy. So it's, it's <laughs> these hands. <laughs> the the left definitely has more of a worldview in postmodernism. Like they believe more in subjectivity. Like they can't define like a, like a woman. They Nothing. say it's whatever you want to be it as, whatever mm. you feel it is as. Throw the whole dictionary and, out. And it, yeah, throw the whole dictionary out. Yeah. Right, but I'm like, no, like that's not right. And then when I say that, you get hated for that. Right, they they, they want to still give you like words like a tree is still a tree to them, and an orange is an orange. Yeah, but a woman isn't a woman, a man isn't a man. They don't care about your basic biology skills if it's an XX chromosome, an XY chromosome. You feel me? So at yeah. the same time, it's like, well, we don't really care about your delusions. If you don't care about basic, well, it's basic in a sense where like when they say that out loud mm-hmm. and try to make fun of us, it's more of a rebuttal. It's more of like it is basic. It's something that you should have learned like be before high school, and you're an adult and you still don't know it. You're still out here trying to make other people learn your ideologies, which aren't actually science based. It's just an imagination based. Which you know what I mean? Like if my if my, like say one day I have a child and he has an imaginary friend, mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know what I mean? I'm not gonna ruin his childhood. I'm not gonna be like he doesn't exist or she doesn't yeah. exist. I'm gonna <laughs> go along with it, but it doesn't mean that I actually believe that my child has an imaginary friend. Like yeah. it's not there. It's yeah. not real, but. To, my, to, to the child it is and that's how I see the left like children like little kids yeah. still trying to understand, st- and, and, <laughs> understand and it, stuff and, and it's crazy because like these college students today right like I teach college students and when I'm teaching them about the science I could feel their frustration when I say some shit like oh the XY chromosome the XX chromosome in the room I feel the energy you know I'm like a, I'm like a strong empath so I feel energy right same, yeah, same, yeah like, same. I feel energy so I I I feel the energy when I'm talking about it. I even like start to like shun down a little bit, but I'm like, I've learned to not be agreeable and I learned to kind of, 
you know, stand on my foot and express what I feel. Mm-hmm. I think this whole podcast shit has helped me actually do that a lot. Like, I, I really just go forward. Like, I, the flow I, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like saying whatever's on my yeah, mind yeah. now, and I don't give a shit anymore. As you should. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I, but the thing is, like, I'm saying what's on my mind based on my experiences and the science mm-hmm. that I know and the science that I teach. You know what I mean? Like, psychology is, is literally like a science of human behavior and, and the mind. It, you know, it's, it's one of my. I always tell people psychology. Um, understanding um, human body movements and mannerisms. I feel yeah. like those are really underlooked studies, but they're really on point because everybody is lying to you in a sense, and everybody's kind of keeping mm-hmm. certain truths back because they're afraid of you calling them conspiracy theorists. So nobody really reveals their true self off the rip. So it's your mm-hmm. job to find out their true self without them actually telling you. You want to study their blink patterns, how they sweat. When you ask them a question, where are they looking? If if their heart starts to race, when they start lying, like it's so easy to tell a human being nowadays. So like when Klaus Schwab and his little group said that human beings are hackable creatures, if somebody like me could actually hack through a human mind without actually using technology, imagine somebody who actually is using technology to actually hack the human mind. That's what they're doing, though. That's what social media is. And I told you about this in the beginning, the confirmation bias thing. That's the, what the algorithm does. It confirms your biases and it's going to continue doing that until you become so closed off that when you go into the world of reality and somebody has a different opinion than you, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Why do you think that? And you're going to find it weird. And then it brings up a whole different type of bias towards that individual. And then it makes you say you're homophobic or you're transphobic or you're this because you don't believe what I believe. And it's like, right. no. It, <laughs> and it's like, it's things that it, get, it keeps confirming these people's biases, which is the interesting part. And it, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's a cycle that's, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy, bro. So we're, we're breaking it, I think. Yeah. Uh, quick question. So, like, you talked about uh, some con- well, quote unquote conspiracies. I'm a big fan of conspiracies too. And, but you <laughs> you covered also like the Matrix, and it sounds like you have an idea <laughs> of population control and all these things that the government, the system is kind of doing. Uh-huh. I guess deep in your Jesus brain, right? <laughs> like, how what do you see as in the future, and how do you feel like? Jesus can bring all these sides together, like you were saying in the beginning, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And to form an actionable, formidable plan for everyone so we could all live happily ever after like the lefties want. We kind of got like um, a little bit of like, we normally don't, there's no playbook to actually how to save the world, but we got a playbook mm-hmm. on like what the world can possibly be if we don't intervene. Mm-hmm. That 1984 George Orwell book. Mm-hmm. So like that's pretty much where the world can go if we don't step up. And people are like, but why you gotta, but what do you, you think what you're doing is making a change? Like if, if there was nobody doing any type of activist work, mm-hmm. the government would just be complete control, complete tyranny. So yeah, I definitely believe that anybody who's doing even what I'm doing or even bare minimal, even if they just posted memes, it makes a change. It makes a difference. And we just got to really change that dystopian world. Our job as human beings is to get closer to love, not love in a sense of relationship or monogamy, polygamy, but love in a sense of loving one another. We got to figure out how to love one another through all of our differences. That's the whole entire point of being an adult. And if you can't love somebody or appreciate somebody because they don't have the same favorite color as you or they don't have the same tattoo or they don't like mm. the same TV show or they, they don't believe in God the way you do, then you need some growing up to do. I feel like we all need some growing up to do. We've been kind of like coddled and sheltered and, and drugged out in a sense. We've been drugged out heavily. Yeah. There's so much drugs everywhere. The human IQ and intellect is completely nowhere near sovereign state. So that's, that's just based off the rip. Mm. And if we get closer to the, the smarter we get, 
the more united we get. You can't be intellectual and not love your brothers and sisters. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to like what they're doing, but you can still love them. It comes from an IQ. It doesn't yeah, come from right. feelings. It doesn't you're, come you, from feelings. You actually have a great point on that because in the field of psychology, especially in personality psychology, you know, if you go back to the big five personality traits, the acronym is OCEAN, right? And the reason why these are big five personality yes. traits is because it's a taxonomy of characteristics within these big five terms which is openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and eroticism. So they actually, a lot of psychologists argue the fact that openness is actually the one mostly correlated with intellect. Mm -hmm. So the more open you are, it's more associated with intellect within your own personality as an individual. So like, as you're saying, you know, spreading love and, 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 and being more open to things, you don't necessarily have to agree. Agree and disagreeable are just parts of the personality realm that we all kind of have issues with kind of in a way some people are too agreeable which makes them a people pleaser yes and two people too much some people are just highly disagreeable which makes them stubborn right and then you know you sort of go through life within these personality realms within yourself you try to figure it out but going back to what you're saying if you're trying to spread love and intellect you have to be more open as an individual to certain ideas and things like that but obviously then becomes a problem where the more openness to the extreme is also a problem because then when you're too open you end up losing value Yes. within yourself because you're not basing anything off of any sort of relativistic commitment that will be helpful for you as an individual to thrive and live. Very so true. therefore, you know, you kind of have to really man. So what you're saying makes a lot of sense in your, I guess, future plans, which your organization or whatever is to like, try to be more understanding or open towards others. But at the same time, it's okay to have your relativistic commitment, right? Yes. Let's not be fascist here. Let's not be violent towards each other. Let's yes. learn how to love each other, except every, except to some degree, acceptance doesn't always mean agreeing. It just means like, okay, that's what you believe. All right, whatever. That's what you believe. I don't agree with it whatever the case is, and then you could go on and, and do whatever you want with it. Right, as long as it's not causing no physical harm. Yeah, it's and not intellect. Like rape, adultery, murder, like where, you know what I mean, you're actually hurting somebody crazy. And then the question is, like, why, why do they associate openness with intellect? Is because openness is, uh, you know, sort of derived from curiosity, right? Like, the more <laughs> curious you are from for certain things, the more you sort of want to navigate or look into, the more intellect you're going to gain from that experience. It's that critical. That's that critical thinking, like yeah, critical thinking, exactly. Instead yeah. of that regular thinking, where like the government teaches you how to think, you yeah. want to learn how to think for yourself. You need to understand data in order to understand how to think for yourself. That's the knowledge versus knowledgeable recall. So like, yeah. there are certain things that like we only call them that because that's the knowledgeable recall. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm trying to tell you a story about a tree, mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it a maple tree because that's what you would know it as. You know what I mean? And that's it, it's happened even in deeper subjects with religion. Like mm-hmm. when somebody talks about Jesus and they pull up a picture, it doesn't really matter what color the Jesus character is or what color his eyes are. But yeah. we get the idea that that's Jesus. It's a symbol. Yeah. Exactly, like my shirt. Like you can't really see right. it. Much, so you, can, you can notice that that's a Jesus exactly. shirt. Exactly. Right? Like that. Knowledge versus knowledgeable recall where it's like it's it's like it has it's to do big. with memory. It has to do with memory. It has to do with like implicit memory versus explicit memory. Like knowing implicit memory is the idea of knowing you know something, but you don't. You can't subconsciously call it out, kind of to some degree. Correct. Like you walk by this building, but if I were to ask you like what the color of the building is, you probably don't remember. But it threatens your your, your sensation, your your visual. But you know what I mean. So that's like your implicit memory that kind of goes with that. I like how you got the the psych. The psychological outlook on it because yeah, yeah. there's a lot like we living in a world where like the world is pretty much being pre- uh, whether we're conscious of it or aware of it or not the world is being presented archetypes 
And you just kind of like pick your own archetype. Females are falling into line with their Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian. At some point, all guys have dated a version of that. Mm-hmm. They, they do the nails the same way. They do the hair the same way. They talk the same way. The makeup's the same way. They contour the same way. So we're pretty much dating a different version of the same thing. So people have already... We're, we don't even know who we are. We don't even want to know who we are. We don't know why we're here. We don't even want to know why we're here. Mm-hmm. We just see a bunch of different archetypes, whether it's female archetypes or male archetypes <laughs> or trans archetypes or drag archetypes. And we see all of these archetypes... And then we just pick one of our favorite superstars, and then we try to, like, we battle one another. Well, well, my God's better than your God. My artist can rap better than your artist. My favorite singer sings better than That's yours. Crazy. My color is better than yours. And instead yeah. of coming together, you guys are constantly bickering and being so egotistical about the most smallest, stupid indifferences <laughs> of the world that have nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. The majority of people's lives are nothing to do with the grand scheme of things at all. That's the reason why they are just general population, and they are pretty much collateral to the damage. The people that are in power are are people you barely hear about like Klaus Schwab's and Tony Fauci's these are the people that actually change the way the world works whether we want to believe it or not it's not LeBron James it's not Kim Kardashian it's not nobody that you ever worship it has nothing to do with those people those people are good they're cute they're amazing. They, they have a good ideologies. They, 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 they're very fashionable. They have a good talent, but they don't change the world. Mm-hmm. They just make you become a little mini them. That's the reason why entertainment pays more than doctors and lawyers and all that, because you're a human. And you run off of time. And when you die, you die. And everybody dies at a different time period. So as long as you've wasted half of your years on entertainment, pretty much the definition of entertainment is something you do to kill time without you minding, which is pretty much killing your own life force. You know what I mean? That's pretty much why they pay millions and trillions of dollars. Yes. They, they, they kill the whole population. If yeah. you hear three-minute songs ten times, you already wasted a half hour of your life. It's and you do that exploitive. multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things are so rooted into your daily routine that you don't even realize you sing constantly or you're killing yourself constantly. After word sin, you know what I mean? I'm not even trying to get too biblical with it, but... It's something that's really harming you, killing time, not eating nutritional, not standing up for kids, not standing up for elderly, not protecting women, women being mad, aggressive, women being manly, women using money, men for money and, and all these different ideologies. This is not a world of, of unity. This is a world of war, and you guys are fighting each other on a civil war level without, without the guns and the bayonets. You guys hate each other. This, mm. if, if you guys didn't hate each other, you guys would come together and have a family. But obviously, the, the, the family's under attack. The government makes it under attack. And we allow it to keep going. We just keep going with the ideologies presented in front of us and keep killing our time yeah. with the very celebrities that have no good interest for general population of humanity. That's interesting that you're mentioning all that because that actually goes into the whole topic of idolatry, which is basically idolizing yes. certain people. And people tend to idolize based off of fear. And that fear becomes kind of like an internal projection like so that's why you idolize that person whether it's drake or ice spice because there's something within yourself there's a fear uh within yourself that's guiding you to idolize that person you might either suffer from loneliness from like depression or something like that that you need to look up to some to something Mm. there's you know there's negatives and positives to idolatry i mean it could help in terms of mental health but it could also be uh, detrimental to mental health as well <laughs> and i think there's actually been like a lot of studies coming out recently about worshiping celebrities and intelligence oh, yeah. and how worshiping celebrities can be an issue when it comes to they say people who worship celebrities tend to have a lower iq yeah so it's kind of like correlated with that but it's interesting because it goes into the whole idea of idolatry right like 
idolizing something to make yourself feel better or less scared of something. Right. So, you know, if you go living, so you're, when you idolize someone, you want to question yourself, why am I idolizing this person? What is it about this person that I find within them that I can, I relate to myself because it could be something that you're also projecting. Correct. And relation is kind of that idea is kind of like, you know, yeah. like idolize, like, you know, projecting onto someone else or someone's demeanor can also make you feel a certain way that makes you gravitate towards that because something within yourself sees something interesting about it. So it's kind of like a projection, like, you know, but it's interesting on the psychological basis of how to analyze that. But no, I believe that. I believe that. I think I always say, like, if you don't have an, a God, whatever you're spending your time and energy is your God. So if you're out here day after day following a certain person, wanting to be like them, speaking like them, buying all their apparels and all these, that's technically that's going to be your God. And it's kind of yeah. funny, too. I don't know if you connected to Jesus, but like during this um, Palestine Israel deal, when it first started, two of the biggest artists mm-hmm. dropped an album. That time, the biggest artist in Spanish and the biggest artist in oh, English. Bad Bunny, and Bad Bunny and Drake dropped an album. Like, like how else could you deviate attention? Mm-hmm. And it was dropped on October seventh. No, nah, I don't think uh, it's the exact, that, but it, they both dropped it around that around that time. Man, I found to, that kind of interesting. I was like, hmm, they tend conspiracy to Jesus, that. yeah, right. <laughs> conspiracy right? They tend to always do that There's around always some, some sort big, of, huge, so. major crisis or a major event that's about to happen. They always drop in some type of like celebrity thing. Somebody got pregnant. Somebody got a divorce. Yeah, somebody yeah. got arrested for guns in their car and it's like Bill again Cosby, we're getting we're, some, we're getting some. so far off track of when it comes to like the grand scheme of things that we're starting to get into a point of humanity where like a lot of people don't even know what the grand scheme of things is anymore yeah. like they just literally wake up in the morning they listen to their like ritual music whatever whatever it is hip hop all in beat well now it's drill you know what right. I mean it's drill and <laughs> trap so you already got music with, for you, you already got me. yeah not, not for me I don't listen to that I don't listen to that stuff yeah I listen to conscious rap you listen to conscious rap yeah. like, so talking about rap like you like, yeah you you're a rapper yourself Nino, huh? man yeah. I, 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 oh, I hear right. music and shit like that you be having you, you be having some bars right now yeah I'm trying to spit a little verse real quick on the mind works trying to go acapella yeah. Alright, let's, let's hear it real quick. Let's, let's spit up some shit real quick. What's what's the topic? Can we name a topic or you just wanna go off the flow? Let's go off the flow. Alright, go ahead. Spit it up, bro. <laughs> Till I'm dead and buried with factual words. My name's embedded in learning. Admitted a force so strong that the undergrounds where I'm preferred. Better learn to choose your words. In Hollywood, you burn. Admitted your soul to a force for riches because you birds. When I rap, I leave you mesmerized. I'm that John F. Kennedy. Revolution will be televised. Y'all don't get it? Let me clarify. I got an angelical plan to make us all purified. Scars. I got bars because of my pain. I could cause a global riot because I'm insane. Like Ripley's. Believe it or not. All the evil shit I seen got me rapping like Pac. Took the realest and illest killers and tied them in knots. I took some M and some Pac and I mixed them up in the pot. Learned there's levels to this shit, whether you like it or not. And it's a billion of that would die for my spot. You heard? Woo! Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't y'all got me rapping right now. <laughs> Damn. Off the rip. Sheesh. That shit is crazy, yo. Damn. Nah, good luck for good luck for putting that out there, bro. <laughs> God, you, yo, good shit. So, um, you keep mentioning one person I want to talk about that you keep mentioning is this guy Carl Schwab. Who who is that? What's he about? What's going Klaus on? Schwab. He's yeah, um one of the head Charles fi- Schwab. Klaus Klaus Klaus, Klaus. 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 like K L A U S, I believe it's spelled. Okay. Um. So he basically is one of the head figures of the WEF, and his his mm. agenda was to 
exterminate half of our population. That was his main idea. And he basically said in a, a video of one of his little henchmen that <laughs> that we hackable creatures now, like pretty much like we're like a computer in a sense that you can just change the way humans perceive data by changing certain things, like back to the mRNA thing. Like when you inject mRNA from a nutritious point of view and you add nanobots inside, you have something that's tampering with your DNA mRNA is basically Make supposed me, to be getting to me, your bro. DNA. That's why a lot of people that was jibby jabbed, jibby jabbed, got the. Uh, um, nah. They they went through uh, trials of heavy metal detox to remove it, but mm. that's just one angle of it. So you obviously you can't remove half of the population by just jibby jabbering everybody up because yeah. people are just not gonna do it. So you're going to have to either put that in their food, put that in their water. Man. You're going to have to put other poisons in their water where they could die from, like, mercury. You know, there's so many causes of death, and all of these things are, like, man-made. Like, every other, it feels like every hundred years they come up with a new flu. Sp- Spanish flu, yeah. swan flu, encephalitis. Every other, every other something is, like, so you can just go get, get jibby jack. Because the human body can, mm-hmm. it throws out poison no matter what somebody puts in you. Mm-hmm. Your body, or after you give birth, will eventually get rid of that toxic. So what they don't want is that. So yeah. they basically just keep making you keep coming back and getting it, keep coming back and getting it. But they got you, like you said, with the fear factor. So you yourself is actually going to go get this poison, yeah, thinking it's a cure. Meanwhile, it's mad destructive to your cellular level. Yeah. And I should yeah. realize it. And then I, I wonder, like, if that, that shit goes into, like, your offsprings. You know, that's another scary thing, right? Like, whatever that shit is. But. We could all, like, just pretty much, I guess, just look at certain datas but we can't really know for sure but there's so new but there's so much other shit in the environment that's probably fucking with us and we don't even know it you know what i mean and like that's the thing like the whole uh what was that chemical that's found in like frogs or, or some shit uh, yeah uh, atrazine remember. atrazine yeah that shit atrazine is like that's that chemical water. that's in the water and like Tap we're drinking water. it and supposedly it's like making uh, men more feminine or yes. some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah it lowers, it's crazy. we have the lowest tea. we got the we got the lowest tea levels that we've ever had in in our planet's history of ever yes. like right That's now crazy. men who are in their 30s have the same t levels of their grandfathers in their 70s it, it probably ain't even That's just that. the at- atrazine it's probably like also like <clears throat> porn hub and shit too all the oh yeah 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 That's another, that that's another thing people be watching all the time that should be like fucking men's you know sexual health up i think it, it's a and you know what's crazy things. is that like you know they a lot of promotion about masturbation and shit is that it's like healthy right like people say healthy <laughs> And I'm just like, what? That Bull. that cannot be healthy psychologically, right? Like even like is I don't know. It's 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 crazy. It literally removes the whole entire like you give you, off your your you're giving off the whole the whole entire like that whole entire fight of like yeah. you see a girl that's your type the hunger. and you really yeah exactly the hunger, the hunger. Yeah. That's, that's the word that's, that's the word yeah. you see that girl that's your type and you're like you I'm gonna go make for her dog. But then it gets up. if you just beat your meat, <laughs> if you beat your meat, you're you know just like, nah, yeah. I'm good. You see her be like, uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot my shot, and if she's not with it, I don't care. I'll just go beat my meat again. Exactly. Who cares? <laughs> Celebration, ah, <laughs> champagne victory. You know what I mean? So it's like we don't really even care anymore because like we can still find a way of celebrating without some, without the other sex being in our physical yeah. nature. But it's like I said, it's very harmful when it comes to your. Your, your, your mental health, it's very harmful when it comes to your physical stature, your yeah. drive. It kills your muscle tissue. Mm-hmm, 100%. Why do you think guys, after they, you know what I mean, they do what they do and they kind of just like... Bro, I, I, I you know, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> even in my clinical Dead. work, I, I work with individuals that have like a, an addiction problem to it. Oh my God, yes. You know what I mean? Like, like I've, got, I've had people tell me that they go during work like into the bathroom and rub one out and type that's shit crazy. addicted. 
Yeah, bro, and it's 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 nuts, bro. Like, mass, like the whole pornography stuff is is bad. It's like, a big killer. Yeah, it's a big killer, and that's probably why you know testosterone levels are depleted nowadays. Have you ever heard the guy that said, "Oh, you should, you will eat the bugs"? That was Klaus Schwab. He was basically trying to. He's the guy that's trying to make us not eat meat, finding mm. different ways of like printing meat or you eating bugs or Impossible Burgers or plant based. I like, know. Bro, I, I just shit. need carnivore stuff, bro. We men, we oh, need our bro. amino acids. Amino acids is in your in your meat. That vegan Have shit. Have a carnivore diet. All that vegan stuff. It got phytoestrogens. Yo, that vegan should be giving me the mean gas, bro. I don't know about you. Ever eat vegan <laughs> shit? That shit, shit vegan. <laughs> I've never oh. even ate a salad. Like my body just. I chewed a salad one time. It was just like. Chewed a salad. I spit it out. My body was like, "Yo, this is not so you, for me." So what are you like a carnivore? You like I have a, I'm a carnivore and a fruitarian. So I just I only eat, I only eat meat and I only eat paws and I only eat fruit. <laughs> <laughs> pause. I'm both of those. Pause. I'm both of, both, both of those. Something Wait, wild. so no, no grains. Uh, very, 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 very little, beans? very little grains. Vegetables. I would say I do the the carb grain thing like maybe two days out the week. With like some rice and beans and some bread on a sandwich. Um, what, so I want to ask you, what's your ethnicity? Like, where, what's your background? Where are you from? I'm Puerto Rican, Italian, and Native American. Puerto Rican, Italian, Native American. But gotcha. mostly Italian, weird, oddly, because like I was raised by my Italian side, so oh, I understand my, my, Italian. My stepdad's Italian, so you know the whole cursing, like the bafanculo, bagato, porcodillo. Disgraciad. I just, I, I, after my great grandma. Those are bad passed, words, by the way. Don't, I, I don't, don't mean repeat that. Don't repeat out. that. That's really bad. Yeah. That's what we learned with the step with my with the Italian parents watching soccer games, the soccer games and shit like that. After the older yeah. queens in my family had passed away, I felt like I, mm. there was like no real reason for me to speak Italian, even though there's always a reason for you to, to speak your heritage. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't know. I got into like that shy thing where I just thought like you know what I mean. I don't look Italian, so mm. when I speak it, I, I'm gonna look crazy. Like yeah, this, got this guy with a do rag with neck tats. Like hey, wafangu, <laughs> hey, ringi, hey. Like, you know, the hands. Hey, you got, you got to do the hands. Yeah. I be doing the hands without even knowing I'm doing the hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, man. Yo, so I, I do want to say, like, um, you know, I want to say, like, I, I appreciate your content. I love the, you know, I, I'll definitely implore you to keep uh, doing your lives because that should be entertaining me, honestly. Thank you, know, but that shit is mad funny. And, you know, your commentary is awesome. I want Thank everyone you. to follow this man because yeah. he really is hilarious has great content. Um, What's the pages? You know, free thinker. Let them know where, where they can yeah. find you at. Y'all can follow me on most of my platforms. It's either at news or king underscore jesus underscore aoknews on almost all my platforms besides Twitter. It's just Jesus AOK. All right. Cool, perfect. And you can find them there, right? And also, don't forget to subscribe to the MindWorks podcast as well. Hit the little subscribe Don't forget. Button. Don't forget. Ding. Ding. Hit that button. <laughs> and also, uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on the show. I hope course, to one bro, day in the future me. when more shit starts happening for you to come back on. 100%. If you ever, you know, part two. I know more shit is going to go down in the future. Yeah, yeah. Past the migrants. What's next? World War Three. I don't know. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk around the about corner. that. <laughs> All right, man. Good luck for coming on. Peace. We we'll love y'all.